Christ, you people suck. <laughs> wow. Wolverine wanted to be a For another week of N4G Radio, it's always good when the software responds to your button clicks. This is episode yeah. 466 for March 20th, 2017. We are almost three months through one of oh, the God. biggest the biggest years of gaming in a long time. Mm. That's right. Whew. I'm, look, I'm looking forward to a break. A little break in April. <laughs> okay. I'm not playing Persona, so that's a big deal. <laughs> Maybe you should, Ken. Nope. Maybe you should. Nope. I got a lot of stuff to go back to. And a lot yeah, of stuff man. that... Uh, there's actually stuff in April that I am playing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to be the ukulele slash voodoo Vince man in, in April. Okay. So right. I've got a couple... A couple um, a couple games that are not giant open world adventures to play. The uh, Dragon Quest Heroes Two is also coming out in April too. God damn it! Yeah, I don't. I know you like the first one of that I one. I love the first one. It was so good. I will not be buying it on the Switch anyway. Uh, with us this week we have Drew. Hello. We have John. Hello. And we have Jay. Bonjour, no. And I don't know if anybody else is joining us because nobody's answering texts. Mm. So, there you go. Video games. We're going to talk about them today. Drew, do you want to get us started? I know you can't talk about one, which is weird because mm-hmm. it's out on Tuesday. True. The, fu- the funny thing is, I'm going to be able to talk about it because I play the demo. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. What, is the demo just the tutorial? Um, it's basically the prologue slash per, uh, tutorial, is it, like the first chapter, okay. how you begin and everything. It's, it's very meaty, and you can carry over your data to you know the actual game. That's so smart. I wish other games did that. Yeah, they really should, right? Yep. Some games do. I think, um, didn't Kingdoms of Amalur's demo carry over? I don't... It's been so long since Kingdoms of Amalur yeah, was a thing. Yeah, I, don't remember. yeah. I, I, don't I, th- I think it did. I could be wrong. Did, uh, did Monster Hunter do that? Do you remember they had a demo for, I think, for Ultimate? And Either they carried it over or you got some free shit out yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, you, you got something out of it at least. That's, yeah. that's always nice. Um, but yeah, the the game I cannot talk about is uh, Tukedon 2. Um, is it Tukedon is... or Tokedon? Because, like, I see... What is it... Um... There's a series called Toho. Mm-hmm. Is is that? I I, I say Tokiden too. Okay. I I I've never known. I've never heard somebody who knew how to say it say it. 
Well, if you have something like T O U H O or something like that, that's like Toho or something like that. So I figure it'd be Toki then, right? Because you have the same three letters in the beginning. That's what I thought. That makes sense to me. It could be Tokiden, it could be Tukiden. Who knows? Potato, potato, whatever. But yeah, I'm playing that for review, but unfortunately I cannot talk about it. Uh, what I can talk about is another review game <laughs> called uh, Sinren Kangura. <laughs> tell, tell us about it, Drew. This is, uh, you told me in secret that this is your favorite game of the year so far. Yeah. So I want you to really go into detail about what makes it so great. It's, it's it's closing in on Zelda is one of the best games <laughs> ever made. Yeah. Uh, this is Estival Versus. Sure. I think I reviewed one. They they all have the weird fucking names. Um, but this one was the one you reviewed, Ken. Yeah, for the PS4. Yeah. Which one was that one? That's Estival Versus. Okay, so this is the PC version of Estival Versus. Ooh, mod scene, baby. Yeah, I'm not touching that. I'm not <laughs> touching that. <clears throat> I bet you he is touching that. You know it's that. good. But, um, yeah, it's Dynasty Warriors, but with <laughs> naked women. Well, they're not full it, naked. They're not full naked until you get damaged. They're still Unless not. you've got a mod. Yeah, you can't and see then, the Ghiblis. And then when you transform, they, you know, they that, get naked. That's a weird concept to me because... If they get naked based on the amount of damage you take, that means if you're good at the game, they never get naked, right? So where's the reward? Where's the where's the bait? Oh no no where's no! Where's the no, carrot no. on the stick? No 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 no! You you can you can burst your clothes off at any time. You can. Good. There you you go. can go into a rage mode where your clothes burst off and you do more damage, but you take more damage. There, there's a hook. <laughs> Clever girl. As one as one as one would expect. Ah, oh, welcome to Wombat. Hello. Two. It's. It's, it's I love how same. you act surprised that I'm here when I presume you're the one who invited me to the call. <laughs> I'm, I'm placating to the audience, okay? okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a little peek behind the curtain. <laughs> I think it's the same theory around why white guys take off their shirts before they start fighting. That's like a thing that they do, right? I, like, I don't even take, I don't I'm even about take, to fight. I'm going to take my t-shirt off. I don't even take hey. my shirt off before I go swimming. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't even take my shirt off before love making. <laughs> uh, well. I just start and it just just dematerializes. <laughs> they do that in The Witcher. Yeah, yeah that's true. true. Well, they have magic, so you know, yeah. magic, magic, uh, magic clothes taking off. Yeah. Mass Effect. Uh, Mass Effect. They just leave everything on. Yeah, yeah that's true. Go, they just go at it. Just just dry grind that. That's how <laughs> that's how babies are made. Oh man! But yeah, um, it's a Dynasty Warriors type game. Uh, I mean, to a T, pretty much. Kill mobs of enemies, then take on the boss. Um, I'm going to say something that's going to rock everybody. Oh boy! Want to rock your body? This game is more deep than Berserk Band of the Hawk. It it is. I will say <laughs> it, that. It, 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 it really is. Uh, <laughs> I hate to say that, but it's true. Um, say what you want about those guys' perversions. They they can make a pretty solid beat-em-up game. Yeah, and that's the bad thing about it is that these are actually really fun beat-em-up games. Um, and this one is, too. It's just I can't stand the content inside of it. It's disgusting. Oh, <laughs> disgusting, he says. Mm, have, yeah. you done, have you done the panty-eating mission yet? 
No. What? I'm not even kidding. Go watch our video what? that Drew and I recorded of the the PS4 game, and look at the mission names. They're 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 fantastic. Yeah, I've only done two uh, missions in this game because I was like, "Yep." I, I expect you to 100% that game before you write that. Review. Dude, 100% that. 100%ing that game is an endeavor that would take you like 60 to 70 hours. There's like 24 characters in this game, mm-hmm. and you can get every one of them to level 99. And they True. all have they all have specific missions for them. Yeah. You've beaten Dark Souls, you can handle this. <laughs> I didn't even I get max you. level in Dark Souls. Exactly. You've beaten Doom in ultra-violent mode. You can handle this. Yeah, no. Okay? I believe in you, buddy. Just do it. Just knock it out. It'll be easy. Uh, but, yeah, no. It's, I mean, it, it's a decently playing game. That's all I can say. I mean, it's... If if you're into... The lolly... <laughs> genre, I guess? I don't know what you call this genre. It's uh, I would call it, like, the Ichi genre, right? That's kind Ichi. of... Yeah. <sighs> pervert. Kind of thing. I thought mm-hmm. lollies were means- perverted. Uh, lolly is a uh, is a term for lolicon, meaning meaning you like little girls. Yeah, that's, so that's, probably not that one. I I don't know it. Oh god. Yeah, this is like high school of the dead. And you and people get upset when I say things like Japan is weird. Japan is Wait, weird. Someone tried to argue with you that Japan is weird. Oh no! It was, it, it, it was like a it offended because it was like a stereotype or something. Like, no, nah, oh, man, this the, okay. the stuff that comes out of there is it, some of it's really creepy and weird. And I'm not if saying you, that if, the inverse is not true about America. I'm just saying. If I go and grab a random person off of the street and sit them down with <laughs> Sandra Kangura, they would probably have you arrested. They would be like, "What the fuck is this?" <laughs> That's that's why I say you should gather your whole entire family during Thanksgiving. Just just have a nice session of Sanren Kagura and just just have a good time. You know, it's a family they'd, experience. They'd probably be like, Drew, did you just trick us into committing a crime? <laughs> <laughs> what system I ain't is, no pederast. What system is this on? Is this sex box? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I did play some of that. Um, oh, man. Just check out my review. I don't know. I'm the one that has to come up with the artwork and screenshots to post the review, so, you know. That's I don't true. think you have to try too hard to come up with the artwork. It doesn't sound like. I'm afraid no. of Googling that game, though. Yeah, good point. It's, it's, it's a terrifying but, yeah. endeavor. <laughs> but I did also play uh, more Witcher 3. Nice. Um, and then I also play a little bit of uh, Ghost Recon. Wild lands. Yeah, still playing that. That's a fun. I don't feel like doing anything. Let's hop yeah. online together and shoot people and blow up helicopters. And, and talk about our life. Yeah, yeah. It's a great game for that. Um, and then I finished Mass Effect 3. There you go. That's the wrong and Mass got, Effect to talk about today. I know, and I got the most shittiest ending ever. <laughs> wait, Which, wait, wait, wait. So you just got an ending? Right? Yeah, oh, <laughs> not, this ending that I got some may say that that is the more humane ending I got the ending where the reapers win in this game you're, the end spoilers. <laughs> everybody dies spoilers yeah spoilers wait, for uh, phoenix down wait so 
bunch of guys from Overwatch won in, in Mass Effect. What happened? Like With their shotguns, they came in, and then they just blew everyone up? And then yep. the ending is just them spinning in circles yelling, die, die, die. <laughs> yeah, they Beybladed the victory. Sounds, <laughs> that sounds pretty good. Maybe did, I should replay Mass Effect 3. Did you just Beyblade a reference? What? That's oh, what dude, do, do you not know the Nano Boost uh, Reaper thing that was on for like season two for the longest time? No. Oh, that's that's called the Beyblade. When you yeah. ulti the Nano Boost um, the Reaper that was doing the Death Blossom, he was so fast in his little circly form that he they called it the Beyblade. Yeah. Everyone so that, I'm just I'm just making sure that is a reference to the old Beyblade phenomenon around the Pokemon era, right? Yes. Yeah, okay. the, the little spinning top thing, yeah. Okay, yeah, because okay. it looked like he was like electrified, and then yeah. also spinning at the same time. That's pretty good. Yeah. There was like, oh, look out, Beyblade! <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. There's so, many, there's so many references, especially on the PC version, like when we're talking. Because we've got so many inside jokes on top of like, here comes Winston, oh, here comes Harambre. And then we had to kill him, and then uh, the couple of guys I play with, we ran into a random guy who kept talking about how he's in college and he's a business major and he constantly kept playing McCree. So from now on, every time we see McCree, he's like, here comes a business major. <laughs> oh, yeah. If if you play that game enough, you get a lot of inside jokes. But come on, Harambe. They, they still say it. Hey, it's it's still around, dude. You know what? We're Ken and Jason and I... Um, we're at ground zero for Harambe. Yeah. yeah. Right. So. I think we probably we saw him uh, last year, right? Uh, yeah, but, well, yeah. I, I think we probably did when I came over. Yeah. Yeah. So, John, I'm not saying nothing, but <laughs> until you had witnessed him, Harambe <laughs> was still alive. He was fine. <laughs> I, could see, I could see when John got the news, he's like, I just saw him. He was just there. He was alive. He, he was seemed so peaceful. <laughs> Good oh, God! Oh. But yeah, takes out for a rumbre. <laughs> yep. Um. No, that's it. Okay. Play a little bit of Overwatch. I want to know what the origin of that was. By the way, what, what? fucking dumbass uh, internet that. meme. <clears throat> yeah. It's this the, seems like the opposite of what you should do for Harambe. Yeah. yeah. Well, he got some votes in the presidential election, too, from what I heard. I know he did. Yeah. yeah. People consciously polls. got up, drove to a poll, <laughs> and voted for a dead gorilla. Yeah. Tens of thousands of people did. America! Fuck yeah! I'm gonna vote for a dead gorilla. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! But yeah, that's. Uh, I think that's pretty much it. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Uh, blah, 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 blah. John, you want to talk about video game? Well, well, you're gonna talk about Mass Effect, aren't you? I'm gonna talk about Mass Effect. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Let's just go. Well, I'll I'll start off with the other stuff, I guess. So, um, play some Lego World. So I picked that up. That game's cute. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's yeah for a Lego game. I mean, it is. I think it's. I don't want to say Minecraft for kids because Minecraft is for bloody kids, but it's it's something that the tools that they give you uh, are a lot. It's a lot more playful than the. Yeah, it, that's the that's the word I was looking for. Yeah, it's like when I play Minecraft, everything seems like a chore. 
you know, getting the you know, materials together, you know, harvesting wood and rock and building everything. And I, you know, I understand that people do like that kind of thing. Um, but it, to me, it's like, it's not so much a video game as a job to be done. Lego job takes done. a different, <laughs> Lego takes a different approach in the fact that it, you know, everything's a quick. You can build. Building's nice and easy. Um, I mean, the <clears> camera <throat> can do with a bit of work when you're building using bricks, but you can sort of demolish things at a click of a button. You can duplicate them at a, again, click of a button. You can paint them. It's nice and easy. The tools are kind of laid out to you in like a story mode. So you're, you're hopping from planet to planet and uh, picking up these tools as you go along to help you then create your own worlds. And I think that's a clever way of doing it. It's giving you those tutorials, because Minecraft doesn't ever give you anything like that. Um, and it's very colourful, as Lego would be. But it's like, you're fast-moving, um, lots of different types of characters, very faithful to the Lego uh, franchise. Um, yeah, it's... And for the price, it's really enjoyable. So if you've got any love of the old like Lego games, or... Uh, Minecraft, I think it would appeal to to anyone of those uh, those fans. I think, um, but I'm certainly having a bit of a fun with it. I've only played maybe a couple of hours. I've done maybe the first four or five of the 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 story based stuff where you're unlocking your your, your tools. So it's pretty cool. Um, played some more Zelda. I'm just plodding along. I've not really got any kind of aim on that game at the moment. I'm just trying to find the shrine, sort of running around. Um, I've got the shrine indicator now, so it sort of tells you when there's one that's near, which helps. Um, I've done maybe 22, 23, and I know there's like 100-odd, so <laughs> I'm only only scratch the surface with that. Uh, but it's you, a nice world a to be in. Yet? Nope, still not done a dungeon. I recommend um, you go to the Rito Village first. Which one? Rito. Rito. Where's <gasps> it's in the north, middle north. I suggest hmm. you get that power early. So it, is that a dungeon, is it? Yes, it's a dungeon. It's a village full of bird people. Go there, do that dungeon, and that power will help you a lot. <clears throat> okay, so... and which, Oh, is that the easier one to do as well? One of the easier um, dungeons? It's an e- it's easy. The puzzles in it are pretty easy. The boss, he's fine. Okay, so a Rito village, I'll, I'll bear that in mind. But I'm just kind of... It's a nice world to be in. It's yep. colourful, pretty. Um, and there's something just pleasant about roaming the landscape and and discovering things. I, I get really annoyed, however, when uh, a couple of instances where I've done a couple of shrines and they require you to have a certain type of arrow or an arrow, and I haven't got any. So it's like, shit. So I've now got to leave here, find some arrows or fire arrows or whatever to then come back and do it. I wish it kind of gave you the items you would need in the dungeon so you don't waste your time, especially the ones where you have to kind of get through a maze to get to the entrance of the shrine. Um, So that's a bit frustrating, but yeah, that's a minor quibble. Um, Played some WRC6. That's uh, review is in the bag. You can read about that this week. 
don't buy it. Um, <clears throat> played some Mass Effect. No, I didn't play Mass Effect 3 because I'd finished that up last week. So that's all done. And I guess, yeah, Mass Effect was the thing that I played. Uh, Andromeda through the EA Access. So. Yeah. Are we going to talk about this now? <laughs> uh, sure. I, I'm, uh, the embargo drops before the show goes live. Oh, so you can actually talk about your I can talk about, well. <clears throat> Yeah, I can talk about everything. Obviously, I'm not going to spoil anything, but yeah. I no, can. no. It's Mass Effect. I mean, the problem is, is that <clears throat> it's going to be covered now with this whole animation, voice acting stigma that the internet has gotten a hold of and shaken to death over the past week. Um, That's what the internet do. That is what the internet does. And I, for most part, have ignored most of it. And some of the gifts are funny. Well, of course they're funny. It's, you know, <laughs> look at that. Yes, that's quite cute. Very clever. That's fine. Um, and then there's the other stuff, which is a bit more serious when people are getting death threats and things like that, which is, you know, there's no place for that at all ever you know in the gaming universe there is no reason why anyone should have death threats against and that stuff is disgusting and should stop but this game is now embroiled in that and the release is a few days away i mean it's tomorrow when you listen to this in the u.s and it's uh thursday over there in the uk and my fear is that that's going to overshadow it quite substantially and hopefully it'll sell incredibly well what i've experienced is very different to what other people have experienced. I've had zero funny walks, zero glitches. I've had, yeah, I mean, there are some, there is some poor acting in there. Um, and the facial animations are a little stiff, but <laughs> we're living in a world where people still play fallout for crying out loud. And it's no worse than that is. So I don't know why people have got to be in their bottom over this. Um, I think it's just because it's EA and people like to throw stones. But uh, I didn't get any of the funny glitches. What I, all I got was a Mass Effect experience, although very different to the Mass Effect experience that I've had with the previous three games. So <clears throat> all of the tech is there. You've, you have got an overcomplicated menu system. I think that's a little bit cluttered, and that seems to be the... The, the norm at the moment, you know, games that have cluttered inventory and menu systems. Um, but you've got your biotics, you've got your different profiles, which are things like your Vanguard Sentinel and all that stuff, which you can now switch on the fly, which is incredibly handy. You can put your points into anything, no matter what class you uh, sort of steer yourself towards. Um, the big difference that I've had uh, or I've found is that the... With Mass Effect, when the first came out, the first game came out, there was very early on a precedent set with uh, Mr. Shepard, or Mr. Shepard, and it was this this person is tough talking, no nonsense soldier, gets shit done, <clears throat> becomes a spectre, gets more shit done, very very focused, and the thing that I've found with Andromeda is that the Pathfinder is a bit of a wet fish <laughs> in that uh, there's none of that sense of 
assuredness. Now, this is only, it's not that's a bad thing. It's just different to what I'm used to with the Mass Effect universe. So it's like, it's, again, not, we're not going to go into spoilers too much, but, you know, you, you wake up from cryosleep, um, some stuff goes down, and you end up gaining the mantle of being the Pathfinder, which is the person designated uh, to each arc, uh, and there are several arcs, they've got human arc, Torian arc, Krogan arc, all that stuff, um, to go and scout out these so-called golden planets, which are the ones that are most likely to, to be able to sustain life. And it's a hard job, you know. It's it's not just about pointing at a planet and saying, oh dear, that looked good. Um, it's about, you know, all of the kind of uh, things that would come, like alien contact, um, new technology, all that stuff. And so you're put into this role. You're not really ready for it just yet. And so as such, the guy is very... I don't know, indecisive. And that just feels really weird in a Mass Effect game. I don't know if you feel the same, Ken, or if you've got the same sort of vibes. You've played more of it than I have. So I've only played up to where that EA Access demo allows. And I'm hoping that there'll be a nice character arc for the Pathfinder in that as you progress, they become more and more um, positive and... More uh, stronger in their role. I but, hope. Uh, John, one question. But mm. you are you yourself is the Pathfinder, right? You you play as the Pathfinder, correct? You play as the Pathfinder, yes. So being a Mass Effect game or you know Bioware game in general, mm. I imagine it has dialogue choices. Yeah. <laughs> so it does. Yeah, so I figured you should be able to pick no. the kind of person the Pathfinder is. No, you are. No? You can. Okay, but it. It's not about the person he is. It's about his attitude towards the role that he has. Mm. And there is no real... At the moment, anyway, I've seen there's no real kind of, you know, pick this choice and he's going to go, yes. And he's very optimistic. He, he says, um, we can do this quite a lot. He's, he's very optimistic. But then it comes to... And there's a lot of um and an ah and... Um, 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 and that's not through the dialogue choice. And obviously, bear in mind, there's no Paragon or Renegade here. The dialogue choices are set to, like, uh, what your heart says, what your head says, you know, aggressive, aggr- you know, um, passive. It's those sort of things. And, uh, you know, there's no meter that you're checking on that he's going to be a better Pathfinder if you pick certain uh, dialogue options. There's just something different about that character and it's i think it's only maybe i'm feeling this because we've just played through the trilogy in a very short space of time so i'm very used to the to the character of shepherd and the way that he does things so maybe it is just me i'm not saying it's a bad thing i'm just saying it's different to what i'm kind of used to yeah the character is very different than shepherd shepherd was a soldier you know fighting this person yes. is an explorer, and even like when you you meet up with certain characters in the game, they even comment on that. They're like, "You're not, you're not a fighter. What are you doing out here? This is not your thing. You shouldn't be shooting these aliens." Mm. Like they make those comments. One of the cool things that they do in this game, um, and they do have those decisions that you can make on the fly. You know, by pulling the right trigger, um, they all happen yeah. at different times, um, and what you do will change the way people act towards you, but it will never cut off things that you can do. Like, there's a decision I made um, just recently where, you know, it was one of those, 
I'll make my argument, the other person will make their argument, you make the decision, and then one of those people is going to be pissed, the other person is going to be fine. Um, and when I made that decision, the person that was pissed at me still did what I wanted them to do. <laughs> so it was kind of, it was kind of jarring on that aspect. But mm. what I do like is that every decision that you make goes into like a pool, the way you talk to people. Um, and then on your ship, there's a doctor that examines everybody and she keeps a log of how you act. And like, there's a, there's a psychological breakdown of your writer in the menus. Oh, um, so again, this is stuff that I've not got to because it's only, they're only allowing you sort of up to a certain point in the story on the, on the access. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, and there's a lot more like you've seen one planet, which is a big, yeah. is a big, big planet. Like there's a lot of stuff to mm. do. Um, but it is literally only the surface of that game. Yeah. There's a lot more happening. No, the twist happens about, like, you figure out the big kind of what's going on. Um, I hit it at about 15 hours in. Okay. Well, I've, I mean, I've enjoyed it. I mean, there's a lot of intrigue in that first opening bit. There's been some sort of re- uh, mutiny or rebellion. Uh, you've obviously got the fact that the... Not everything is right uh, when it comes to these golden planets that uh, were initially carved out. And the characters have been uh, pretty good. I mean, they're a bit... I've got the vanilla ones. You know, you've got the ones that you always start off with and they seem okay. And there's a really cool Turian um, that you meet on the ship that's quite a bit of a badass. Probably give Garrus a run for his money. Um, That's another problem that I have is it feels like they're trying to... It feels like they're trying to match the original Mass Effect trilogy with the characters. Okay. There's a there's a smart ass, you know, Krogan, there's the the Turian that's strong but, you know, sensitive, there's the human that believes they're supposed to be on this mission, but maybe they're not. There's a lot of tropes from the the past Mass Effect games. <laughs> You're like I you know, you can almost match them one to one. This is that person, this is that person, this is that person. Mm. Sounds kinda lazy to me. Yeah, and, they, and it's uh, and I think it's I think it's Bioware being safe because again mm. they've had so much criticism about their games that they're just trying to give the players what because let's be honest players complain about things because <clears> they're <throat> not like the things they had before. Yeah, yeah, Which and those are yeah, that's that's a that's a problem because that's not that's not a complaint that has any kind of weight behind it because it's a brand new series, right? Yep. I guess you have components of the older games in some ways that it's still a sci-fi story. It still si- takes place in the same universe, but outside of that, everything is everything is fair game. And I, if, if they can't recognize that, then they're doing the their own you know favor series or whatever uh, injustice. Yeah, I almost feel like, um, and I, this isn't a this isn't necessarily one hundred percent accurate, but. I almost feel like it's time for everybody to just kind of um, realize, I guess, that where Bioware excels is in coming up with really neat, interesting worlds to build games within. And because of that, they're really good, generally, in the first iteration. And then the sequels suffer. Um, Now, on the Mass Effect side... um, I think Mass Effect 2 was actually better than Mass Effect 1, but it was a completely different game, mm-hmm. right? But, mm-hmm. I mean, there, if you think about the best Bioware games you can think of, 
Um, it's like, in my opinion, um, with the except, I'm talking recent Bioware games, so not like Baldur's Gate. Um, it's Knights of the Old Republic, right? Jade mm-hmm. Empire, um, Dragon Age Origins, Dragon Age Inquisition. No, 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 Dragon Age um, Origins. Origins, uh-huh. in my opinion, is the best. Oh, by far, right? Agreed. Um, and then, I, honestly, even though I think Mass Effect Two is the best game of that series. Uh, but honestly, Mass Effect One I think had the best story. Yeah, yeah. Mass I, Effect I, I agree Two, with that. Yeah. as as amazing as it was, and the improvement from one to two was absolutely staggering. However, the the depth and the actual choices and the, the dialogue choices that you had and the consequences in between was completely shallow compared to Mass Effect One. Agreed. Uh, yeah. So so I guess um, it's not necessarily. Um, it's not necessarily a, a surprise to me um, to, to, to think, oh, you know, a, a sequel in a Bioware series probably isn't going to be quite as good as the ones before it. Um, doesn't, doesn't mean it, it won't still be good, right? I just, I don't, I don't have, as much as I love Bioware's games, I don't have a tremendous amount of confidence in their sequels anymore. Um, Especially after Dragon Age, which I know Drew loved Inquisition. I did too. I thought it was a great game, but it wasn't anywhere near the quality of the first Dragon Age. No. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and Mass Effect Andromeda is is a lot like that. It's <laughs> it's a very safe game, but it's also a very Mass Effect game. There's a lot here, and I think it was a real mistake for EA to allow the previews for Mass Effect Andromeda to cover like the first couple hours of that game, because the first couple hours of that game are not great. Like they're very slow. They're not. They're not interesting. Like in fact, I was when I first started playing, I was like, "This is not great." Like the first world is very pretty, but like what I'm doing is not fun. I'm not invested. And it took me a good four or five hours before I was like, "Okay, this game is hitting its stride. I f- I'm feeling it, and I'm enjoying this game." So I think that was a mistake on their part. But once that game gets going, it's very much a very safe Mass Effect, which means it's a good game. There's a lot yeah. there. There's a lot of alien worlds. There's a lot of dialogue to have. There's, of course, blue alien bumping. That's in there. <coughs> Yay! Um, I do like that, the new animations that's, for the planets. I think they're really cool. That's pretty typical, too, though, right, of Bioware games, is that the, the, the sequels tend to be a little bit safer than the original. Oh, by far. You, and, tend, you tend to end up with the same kind of <clears throat> character archetypes. Mm-hmm. They, did that in, they did that in Dragon Age. Um so it's again that's not that's not something that's necessarily a surprise to me. That's yeah. like saying um there's a, a new Bethesda game that's got glitches and people get stuck <laughs> indoors. Um it's just expected. Yeah, I I do think there's a lot of mechanical uh missteps with this game. Um for starters, like John was saying the animations to go to the <laughs> planets are really cool, but a lot of it is fucking unnecessary. <laughs> It Can is you skip it? no. It is a twenty-five oh. second animation of flying from Uh-oh. one planet to the next, and sometimes the only thing you do when you get there is pull the left trigger and check a box. Well, I guess that's just their way of um, hiding the load screen, right? That's like their equivalent of an elevator, you know, going up and going down, but loading why? up that world. Got, but why? Why do well. it? Why do it when you do the point? Why do it when there's no point? Like, there's no benefit to going to a planet and scanning it if there's nothing there other than checking a box. And half the time, when you do go there and there is a point, it gives you, like, five aluminum. 
Mm. And, and what's, you, do, what, you need, do you need this stuff to like progress the you game? You do, or? but there are better ways to get it mm. that don't require a canned animation a, and, and a pointless exploration. Okay. I mean, it's 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 just it's one of those things. It's like it, on the surface, you're complaining about it, and you'll hear people growing. Oh, first world problems. You had to wait 25 seconds. But when you add that up over the course of a 50 hour game, there's a lot there that is unnecessary. Uh, and also, as John mentioned, the menus are convoluted as shit. Like they are very unwieldy to navigate. Um, your loadout screen is no longer one uh, screen. It's now four. Oh gosh! So you're you're you know if you don't tab between them, you don't switch things. So like you pick who goes with you, you pick your equipment, you pick this, you pick that. Like there's four different screens for your loadout. It's it's kind of crazy. Oh. Um, the crafting like there's just hundreds and hundreds of blueprints, which is cool, but ninety percent of it is useless garbage that you're never going to use. And and that just feels like crafting for the sake of crafting. Yeah, another like, another check checkpoint list. They got a thing. Oh, people like this. People love crafting. They they love leveling up. They love this. So they just another check mark, check mark, check mark. Yeah, and I'm Put not I'm not okay with like the amount. Like there's I have hundreds of blueprints. I've crafted like five things, and, <laughs> and that feels like a really bad ratio to me. Yeah. So um, there's lots of armor. Again, most of it is useless, and you will stick to what you find that you really like. Um, I do like what John mentioned about switching profiles. I think that's cool because as you put points into stuff, you level up different profiles separately, which gives you different perks. Um, I do like the return of the Nexus feels like the Citadel. You walk around, you do, you know, stupid side missions on there, just like you would have done in the original. Again, another safe thing. Like a lot of those missions feel like Nexus mission or, uh, uh, Citadel missions. You know, there was a murder. You investigate it. There's a, uh, protest, you solve it. You know, typical diplomatic stuff. A lot stuff. of scanning. Yeah, there's a, a, there's, scanning there's well. a lot of Metroid Prime in this game. There's a lot of scanning stuff. So, and when you run into a puzzle you can't solve, nine times out of ten, Ryder will say, maybe I should check my scanner. You know? It's it's a good game. It is. And once it gets going, it's super interesting. The, the writing is good. Um... Some of the voice acting is stellar. Some of it is not great. Um, all the characters look like they have had way too much coffee. <laughs> Their <laughs> eyes are very wide and open and like giving you the death stare of caffeine-induced in- comas. The, the game didn't have that issue in like Mass Effect 2 or 3, right? <clears throat> no, no. I, this... I think more frequently it had the opposite problem. It had sleepy eye problem. Yeah. Um, where half the time you talk to people, it looked like their eyes would barely stay open. Oh, people in this game are well attentive. They are wide open, son. They are. Yeah, it just seems abnormal. When people. I know EA for a fact focus tests their shit like all the time. So the fact that that kind of animation kind of went through the cracks in, with all the focus testing that they do when the testing. Uh, that that just seems weird to me. How did that get passed? That just doesn't well, I, look right to anybody, right? I think yeah. I think a big thing about this game that a lot of people don't realize is that this is a new engine. It's no longer built on Unreal. It's built on Frostbite. Mm. Uh, so that's kind of a big thing. Um, oh man, there was another point I was going to make, and I totally forgot what it was. But yeah, they're they're doing a lot of different things in this game. 
Uh, oh, oh, the, the the design of the game. If you remember the original Mass Effects, they felt like rooms connected to rooms. Yep. Whereas this game feels like a giant open world. When you go to a planet, you just fucking explore. It's like Dragon Age. You just explore it. Like, it's a big open space. It's not a room connected to another linear room. Um, and the vehicle doesn't control like ass. Oh, that's good. <laughs> it's not the that best. That is true. It's not the best vehicle in a video game, but it's it's light years ahead of the original. Well, the Omega was a pain in the ass. Yeah, but yeah, like every there's there's a there's a comparison to everything in this game to another Mass Effect game. You know, you have a ship that looks strikingly like the Normandy, except this one's called the Tempest. <laughs> you know, you have the Nexus, which is strikingly like the Citadel. So, yeah, it, well, I, it I, feels very I've safe. been enjoying it. No, no. I'm, looking, <clears throat> I'm, lo- I'm definitely looking forward to it. Uh, you know, warts and all, it's still Mass Effect, and I really enjoyed <clears throat> those games. So, yeah. I'm glad to hear that it does, you know, because again, the first few um, hours, yeah, can feel maybe a little weak, but it is nice to, to hear that it does get going as you as you progress. Yeah, I, I, <clears throat> I am enjoying this game. I will continue to enjoy it. It'll be another Mass Effect under my belt. Um, but again, I, I think my biggest complaint is that it just feels super safe. So. Oh, well, they couldn't all be AAA, you know, big hitters, right? Yeah. <laughs> Not every game in 2017 is going to be a 9 out of 10. No. <gasps> what? <laughs> Still though, if if you if you like Mass Effect, I I don't suggest skipping this game at all. I mean, you don't have to play it at launch, but definitely play it for sure. Uh, anything else <clears throat> about Mass Effect? No, that, no, that was that was mainly it. To be fair. <clears throat> all right, Jay, you want to talk about some games? Yeah, sure. Um, this week basically has been mostly about Zelda for me. Because um, I rented Zelda, so I wanted to beat it. I wanted to return it. And since I had a couple of snow days, and I was still still under the weather, so I got a lot of time in, which was nice. Uh, and I, I did finish the game with uh, the the good ending. There's like, like I guess, depending on what you do, the activity. There's kind of like this extra scene that you can get after the ending, which was which was neat. I uh, final thoughts about Zelda is that it's not. Obviously, you know, we, we talked about it a lot last week, and I don't think there's much to add. But as far as the game goes, I think the best thing about that game is definitely the world and the tools that you have to explore. When I, I went actually back to Horizon for, for a bit, because I, I wanted to kind of have a perspective. After playing Zelda, I wanted to go back to Horizon and think about how I felt. Uh, when I'm on those, like, cliffs and when I'm on the high ground, I just wish, man, I wish I had a paraglider in Horizon, man. <laughs> you know, I wish I could climb this mountain. Just, just, just jump on top of it and just start climbing that shit. You know, just go on the ledges, kind of Skyrim it, get to the smallest edge, get a bit of my stamina bag, just climb to the top. If I see there's a there's a point that I want to get to over there on the other side of the the mountain, the idea that I can climb that mountain and just literally go on a straight line to get there is a magnificent thing. It's something that most open worlds, basically every open world can't do. Because nothing nothing hurts progress more when I'm playing like a Fallout game. And then 
I see a checkpoint. I go, I go to a little place over there. It's like, oh, I got to go over there. So I start going in a straight line, and there's like a mountain that's like blocking my way. I can't go through there. Okay, so I go to the right, right path, and that path is also blocked. So I got to go to the left path, and there was – it turned out that there was like a path behind me where I had to go above and climb some ladders and some crap. And I hate that stuff. I hate being blocked off by invisible walls and stuff, and that's something that Zelda doesn't have. You can fall to your, your grave into an abyss of nothingness, but there are no invisible walls to ever stop you. Oh, there, and that's there, something... there is. Um, really? I actually hit it, um, and uh, not to go into spoilers, there's a thing mm. uh, very deep in the, um, the Gerudo Desert. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a hidden shrine and a fairy pool back there, but you can't see it because of a sandstorm. Yeah, yeah. Um, so you have to kind of wander to find it, and I found a wall that said you cannot go any further. Now, now, no, no, I would, I would, I would yeah. have pulled that invisible wall. It's uh, the sandstorm thingy. Well, no, no, the... you can go through the sandstorm, but there's a there's an edge to the map. That's the first time I'd ever hit the edge of the map. Okay. But yeah, I mean, it, it actually pops up a, a message. Yeah, it pops up a message that says you can't go any further, which sucks because your mini map is hidden in the sandstorm, so I couldn't tell which way I was going. Uh, yeah, 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 that's um, true. You but I'll tell you what, when I found that fairy pool in that shrine, it was satisfying as shit. <laughs> I know exactly which one you're talking about too. Yeah. She asked for ten thousand gold. Well, that's 10, because you had the other three. Oh. It depends on what order you do. I know. Them in. <laughs> Ten thousand. I was like, I was like, I brought like four thousand. I was like, oh, this is gonna be enough. <laughs> go, go get six thousand more rupees for me for if you want to get your final upgrade your armor. I was like, ah, I don't. Let me just sell everything I have. I guess let me come back later. But um, yeah, I, I thoroughly enjoy Zelda. I think the difficulty was overstated. Um, the only reason why that game feels difficult at all is because you can get to places where you're clearly not supposed to be there. Kind of, kind of thing. So when I did those like moderate challenges when I had like three hearts, obviously it's gonna be difficult because I have no weapon that does more than like fifteen damage, and I had to literally use everything that I had in my arsenal to kill it. But once you get established in the world, you have like a decent set of armor and you have okay weapons. Everything else is pretty, pretty, pretty self-explanatory and simple. The bosses were all pretty easy as well. Once you get the timing for like dodging and parrying, the game is a is a cake. But uh, it's still pretty satisfying to play, especially uh, the final boss and everything. So I had a good time with it. Uh, it's definitely gonna be on my top ten. It's not gonna be number one. I don't think. I don't think it. I don't think I like it more than Neo this year, anyway. But uh, certainly a good game, uh, and uh, I enjoyed my time with it, even on the Wii U. So don't think that if you have a Wii U, think that you have to buy the Switch version. Just get the Wii U version. You'll still have a good time with it. Um, as far as. Uh, Oh yeah! Before I get into my review games, I played a I played a decent chunk of Yakuza Zero, and boy, that game is just a pleasure to play. <laughs> oh man, it's just <laughs> the side quests in that game, just the goofiness of it. I did you did you do the Michael Michael I mean a Miracle Johnson side quest, Ken? Miracle Johnson. That sounds familiar. It, it's been a long time since I played Yakuza, and there's been like six thousand games since. But it sounds it's, it's the one. It's the Michael Jackson one where you have to protect. Oh him yeah, where he's, moon, where he's moonwalking. Yeah, he's yes. moonwalking through the, yeah. the city. <laughs> <clears throat> and then the last line Kiryu says is that like after he finishes the mission, it's like, well, at least I won't have to fight any more zombies again. Yeah, <laughs> wait till that crappy game comes out. Yeah, that's so Yeah, that's obvi- that's an obvious insider joke, knowing that fact. And I I got such a 
such a laugh out of that. Um, but man, like the drama in the Yakuza Zero and the storyline that progresses with Majima and Kiryu and what they're trying to accomplish, and seeing other sides of these characters that I, I'm you know very familiar with, having played so many other games, and also seeing the relationship of the characters, especially between um, uh, Kiryu's brother, Kiryu's kind of like you know like his foster you know brother because they also grew up in orphanage together in Nishiki and knowing what happens in Yakuza Kiwami slash Yakuza 1 it's really heartbreaking uh, seeing them interact the way they do how nice you know they are together um, but man this, that game's just phenomenal I'm gonna keep playing it till I beat it other things just keep coming up but um, that's one game that uh, I will make time to finish this year without a doubt I played uh, the Tokiden 2 carryover demo uh, Drew's playing the full version I played the demo but I can talk about it. Talk about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, if you have a PS4 or a Vita, try that game out. That game is cool, man. Like, Tokiden, the first game, is very underrated. It's a Monster Hunter game for people that like to press more buttons and don't have to worry about dying all the time because Tokiden is a much easier game than Monster Hunter. doesn't take as much investment into learning the various ins and outs about the game in order to be successful. And Tokiden 2 notches that up several folds. The, the, new, the new weapons that they added, the one that I tried out, particularly the shield and sword, which sounds like a very vanilla choice, ends up being really interesting because as you're using the shield and sword uh, stance, you start building up a gauge. And then once your offensive gauge is full, you can go into a different stance where you have a hidden blade come out of the, come out of the shield and you start going with a dual-bladed form. And it's very flexible, very fast, hits hard. It's just satisfying to use uh, with everything you have. The demon hand thing, which is new for this game, is um, nice because one of the biggest complaints I had with Tokiden 1 is that you were trying to break parts on enemies that are way taller than you. Like, you know, like three, four, ten times the size of you sometimes, right? So when you want to hit their horn on their head and you're using a weapon that didn't have that range then you had no choice. Like, you couldn't really break that. But now you have a demon hand that allows you to kind of grapple onto enemies. And also, depending on how you use it, you can actually grab certain parts of the enemies and, like, rip it off, use it as a weapon, and just, like, knock the shit out of them. Really satisfying to use, and it's just a nice mechanic to add to that particular game to fix that particular issue. And uh, it's a carryover demo, so if you do decide to get the full game after um, you play the demo, you can actually just... Literally go go from where you left off in the demo and go from the go to the full game, which is something that I'm going to do. Uh, as far as um, review games goes, I am playing through Tiger Rumpa One and Two for the third time because we could not find someone in our team to play through this game, right, Ken? I don't have for the time. first time. I don't have time. You guys are missing out. I can't believe Sophie said no. That disappoints me, Sophie. You should have checked it out. <laughs> That disappoints me so much. Not everybody wants to play a visual novel, okay? Hey, give it a chance, all right? Drew gave it a chance. He loves it. I gave it a chance. I love it. All I'm saying is give it a shot. So you guys are not giving it a chance. You're taking on Sinran Kagura, Peach Beach Blast? What? Give it a chance. (laughs) I've I've reviewed two Sinran Kagura games. Not a a Splatoon ripoff. Neither have you. Uh, no, I have not. <clears throat> but I reviewed two Sandman Kagura games. You reviewed one. Drew has reviewed two, I think, right? Have you reviewed yes. two? Yeah, two. two. So that means you're up next. Yeah. You're up. <laughs> you're this, up. 
it's time to equalize the math. Get the numbers across actually, the board. Actually, actually, I think it's time for John to to experience this in run Kagura. I think you're right. It's it's time for John to get on that nep nep train. And oh don't, yeah. Don't don't, yeah. don't you bring me into it. You, if you want to no. be a true part of the crew, you have to review a Sinran Kagura and a nep nep game. That's just the way it is. We've fallen on that <laughs> dagger you know, multiple times. It's your time. It's your time now, buddy. Yeah, Thanks. So yeah. You got you got to play those games that you don't really find interesting. And maybe that'll be your new thing, you know. John's maybe you can talking, become our Sanran Kagura guy. He's going to start talking about his, his waifu. Yeah. His waifu is coming. <laughs> Imagine if, if John turns into like a, a straight up like weeaboo otaku. <laughs> That'd be amazing. I would love Thanks, that to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah with my be big bed, yeah. 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 Um, as for uh, Rompa 1 and 2, I, I, I adore these games, obviously. I've reviewed all three games. Um you know they all very, do got very good scores for good reason because I love the story, the characters, and the world that the the game that builds, and also solving the mystery of like who done it kind of thing with evidence and all that jazz is really compelling. And um, Drew, you got you got any words to say about Duncan Rumpel One and Two real quick? They're some of the most compelling games I've ever played. There you have it, sir. They they really are. I mean, yeah, sure, it's 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 crazy Japanese anime stuff mm-hmm. but the mystery around the entire series i mean it, you can just go listen to my fucking podcast the first danganronpa game we had i had like so many theories and <laughs> and stuff and i was like and it was so freaking fun just just trying to figure out what the hell's going on in this game it was uh, the we mystery got a is amazing too. uh yeah. like Jamie, for example, loves it now after we introduce her to it. Uh, I think Matt also quite enjoyed both of the games that we played through. Uh, I haven't found one person that gave this game a chance and left disappointed. And that's saying a lot because there's a lot of different tastes out there. But every single person that decided to give this game a chance, they love it. So this is a, a golden opportunity. If you don't want to pick up the PC version, uh, you want to pick up both games on the PS4. Uh, it looks it looks good. They they upscaled a lot of the sprites so they look proper, um, but it doesn't have any additional content, so you don't have to think about it as like definitive edition. It's just a collection of the first two games on PS4. So it's only forty dollars. You know, knock yourself and pick it up. Uh, and uh, also, I'm reviewing Chaos Code: New Sign of Catastrophe. Anime ass an, anime fighters. It, yeah, it's an anime ass anime fighter, and um, I play a lot of fighting games. You know and this game in particular doesn't really stick out in any way. It just seems like a solid fighting game, you know, with the mechanics that it has. It's a four-button fighting game. Um, it has, like, shoopers and EX moves, uh, kind of similar to Street Fighter in a lot of ways. The commands to do the moves are pretty simple. You know, they're mostly down-four, down-four kind of thing. So if you play Street Fighter before, or if you play games like Blaze Blue, Guilty Gear, this game is easier to get into than Blaze Blue or Guilty Gear because those games I think are deeper as far as the depth of mechanics go. But it's pretty simple, but it's a very bare bones experience too because the story mode is basically non-existent. There's no like challenge mode that that'll teach you with different combos and stuff. So you're gonna have to basically learn in your own, which is a bit of a shame for a game that doesn't have a lot of notoriety. Um, but it's it seems okay. I'm having a good time with it. I can't find anyone to play online because I don't think anyone else bought that game. I, I, I logged on on a Friday night searching for a ranked game, and then I could I found one match, one lobby. 
and that had zero bars, so I couldn't play. And then I, I looked for player match. There was one room. It was full, and it was also zero bars. So I don't think I'm ever going to be able to test that game's online component, which sucks because I really want to. But that is that is what it is, you know. If I can't, then I can't. Um, uh, and that's it for me. Yeah, there you go. All right, Wombat, do you want to talk about some vid- Vigi games? Sure. Sure. Uh, I haven't played much of anything. <laughs> nice. Tell us more about how you didn't play. <laughs> I I didn't play any more Zelda this week. Um, I haven't had a chance to, so I'll probably play some more of that today. But um, uh, so I've mostly been playing Horizon. Um, I am level twenty four, I think, something like that. Um, I'm pa- um, past the um. Karja Gate. Mm. Um, I kind of took my time on the uh, uh, the the first part that kind of opens up. So um, I think I'm about 14 or 15 hours in on the game, and uh, still loving it. I still think it's amazing. I love the um, uh, the enemy variety. And how each each enemy has its own strengths and weaknesses, and has its own sort of way to attack it. Um, I love the fact that you can um, you can almost uh, use use some enemies to set traps for other enemies. So if you got one of the enemies that has a blaze canister on its back, and it's around a couple other ones, if you hit the blaze canister yeah. with a fire arrow, it'll blow them up. Um, that kind of stuff is awesome to me. And I'm now. At a point where I, I've run into the uh, flying enemies, mm, yep, uh, stormbirds, uh, and I think they're cool too. So um, they they offer a um, again another level of sort of complexity because you can't really fight them the way you fight uh, the rest of the. Uh, did you enemies. did you kill the first uh, storm uh, stormbird that you you ran into? I did. Yep. You did. Nice, dude. That's not easy. He's a no. very high level. The um the uh it 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 took a while and it took a, a nice combination of um uh like the tear arrows that break off armor mm-hmm. and uh, some other stuff but yeah those are they're they're a really cool enemy I like them a lot so yeah uh, Horizon's great cool that's it all right. <laughs> I don't have anything else. The only, um, and as far as future goes, it'll just be Zelda, Horizon. Eventually, I'll um, once I'm done with Horizon, I'll grab Mass Effect. Um, but uh, then it's just about waiting to see if we end up getting the show. Yeah, I haven't heard a word about that game. Well, it's coming out soonish, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. If end we don't end up now. getting it, I'll probably just buy it. So right. either way. Uh, all right. Well, I'll finish this up. I spent a lot of more time in Zelda. Um, I am. Every time I boot that game up, I set myself a task, and then I go do said task. I'm currently dicking around in the um, the uh, Goron area, uh, leveling up my my <clears throat> fireproof armor. Um, I finally bought my house, and I've got uh, what's his name building me some stuff. Which is fun. Um, I think my next goal is going to be after I get the armor sets that I want, which I scanned an amiibo the other day and got uh, the tunic of the wind, and I, I squeed. 
because if you don't uh, know, the Amiibo drop, yeah, yeah, the, the Amiibos drop classic armor from past Zelda games. So you can get armor from like the original Zelda and from Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and stuff. And they're very rare and random drops, and since you can only use those stupid plastic fuckers once a day, <laughs> <laughs> when one of them drops, I get kind of excited. Um, I have no point in them. I stick them in my inventory, and then once I get some money, I'm going to build some uh, some gear placements in my house so I can just display them, so I can be cool. Um, but no, still, still absolutely love Zelda. I, I've lost count of how many hours I put in that game, and I will probably try to do everything except collect the 900 Croc seeds because that just seems stupid. Yeah, that is way too much work. Yeah, that's that's too many things. <laughs> like, I will do everything else in that game. I will, you know, try to collect as much as I can, do all the little side stuff because I find it very interesting, but the Karak Seeds, there's just too many of them. Imagine if you got 899. Oh, God. You don't know that one left over in the world is. That, that is literally a needle in the haystack at that point. Yeah, no, fuck that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, even if you had a map of all of them exactly where they were, it would take you so long to find that last one because there's no way you're mm-hmm. going to remember everyone you found. No, no, there's no way. So, but yeah. Uh, I'll say that. I also played a couple of the games. I'm reviewing a couple of games besides Mass Effect. Uh, Mass Effect's obviously the one that took the bulk of my time this week. Uh, but I started a game called Momodora, The Reverie Under the Moonlight, which is... That sounds familiar. That's apparently the fourth game in the Momodora series, from what I'm told. Okay. Uh, it is a 2D sprite-based uh, Castlevania-style game, so it even has like the square map that you can pull up. Um, it's it's pretty good. It's uh, it reminds me a lot of something like Symphony of the Night, even down to like the menus where you equip your items and things like that. Um, I'm not that far in. I'm only about an hour, so I haven't seen a lot of that game yet. So. But it seems pretty good so far. So, I mean, if you like something like Castlevania Symphony of the Night, it might be something you check out at some point. It's pretty cheap. I think it's like 10 bucks. Um, but so far, it's pretty good. Uh, and then I've also spent a couple hours running around the world of sticks, the Shards of Darkness. <laughs> uh, Are you reviewing that? or? Yeah, you... yeah, I'm, I'm reviewing okay. that as well. I played the first one. Uh, it was a surprisingly great stealth game. Uh, and the sequel seems to be more of that. Uh, what I like about this game is that it feels it feels really good. Like the the control of sticks himself, uh, the abilities that they give you make the situations a lot easier to deal with uh, and give you a lot of options. Uh, every every world is like a giant sandbox, and you can kind of tackle it any way you want to tackle it, which is nice. Um, They've made a lot of upgrades to the sequel. There's a lot more skills to unlock, a lot more skill points to to do. You can redo levels to collect uh, collectibles, which is nice. Um, there's just a there's just a lot of refinement in the sequel, and it it actually feels like maybe this would have been the first game. The first game felt like a test phase, and then this one feels like the the, the actual game. Um, Sticks is very they try to make him very meta. So like when you die, you get like the Batman screen where he talks to you about how you died. And sometimes it's funny and sometimes it's stupid. Mm. Um, so he said things like, I didn't know the jump button was between your ass cheeks when you'd like accidentally jump to your death. Um, 
he just makes little stupid jokes like that throughout the entire game. And like I said, some of them hit, some of them miss. It's fine. Uh, what I just really like about this game is that it, it, it just feels very open, and when you fail, you don't get necessarily frustrated. You just you just actually want to try a different approach to the to the way it works. And there's a lot of little things that the game does that, you know, can set up things like you can booby trap alarms or you can throw sand at fire to put it out or you can make a clone of yourself to distract people. Um, the combat still sucks ass like the first game. Uh, you literally just have to stand there when you're seen. You either run away and try to hide or you can press the X button to parry their attack and if you parry them then you can kill them. Um, so the the point is, is don't don't get caught because th- you're not going to fight your way out of any situation. I don't think I've ever made it away if the enemies see me from the situation. Um, but no, it's it's good. It's a good stealth game. It's a, it's like a lot of games right now. It's came out at a really bad time, and especially since this one is fifty dollars and the last one was what like twenty or thirty out of the gate, and then eventually became free on the services. This one's a little harder to swallow, but you know, they're it, at least it's not an open world adventure. <laughs> so <laughs> I guess if you're looking for something different, it's, it's a solid game. It's just not going to set the world on fire by any stretch of the imagination. And I think that's it. I did dick around a little bit with the Neo Geo stuff, but I want I want to get more of those. <laughs> I think those are really cool. Is that the on the Switch thing? Uh, they're on everything. Uh, they're okay. just making a big deal about it on the Switch because the Switch has no games. <laughs> yep. So they're they're those games are on PS4 and Xbox One as well. So it's just fun to be playing stuff like Neo Geo Turf Masters and World Heroes and you know Metal Slug. Um, with with a lot of options, and even the option to play the original Japanese arcade versions, which is cool. Uh, but let us talk about what is coming out this week. It's a uh, it, there's a lot of games. Uh, Anima Gate of Memories Beyond Fantasy Edition, uh, that's a physical copy of that game, is out this week on PS4. Uh, if you haven't played that game yet, I strongly recommend you check it out. It's a pretty cool game. Uh, Death Tales, woo! Uh, that's out this week. I don't know what that is. Uh, Sony's um, Summer of Arcade thing is starting this week or whatever, uh, and it starts with a game called Everything. I saw a trailer of that because I didn't know what it was, and I still don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know what that game is either. But yeah. that's f- what's a trailer for that, and then you'll still be confused after. Yeah, that's yeah. the first game in their little thing. That uh, includes Parappa the Rapper Remastered, which I'll be all over that. Nice. Uh, Freedom Planet is another game out this week. Ooh, that's that uh, 2D size scroller thingy. I think that was pretty popular on PC. Okay, well that's out this week on PS4. Uh, Mass Effect Andromeda, obviously, is out this week. Uh, Mm -hmm. I told Drew before the show, one of the best names of a game this week. I don't know if it'll be the king of the the great game names. But uh, Rayon Riddles... The Rise of the Goblin King. <laughs> Ray Rayon Riddles. Yeah. Ribbles? Ribbles? Riddles. Riddles. Riddles, okay. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, Royal Defense. Sounds like a mobile game. Uh, Sniper Elite 4 has two DLC packs. Deathstorm and Night Fighter Expansion Pack. Those are out this week. 
Uh, lots of toes this week. Toho Double Focus. Uh, Toho Jenso Wanderer. Tokeden 2. <laughs> uh, Troll and I is out this week. Um, I've seen screenshots of the game. Like Visually, it's very interesting. I've never seen anything quite like it. Um, but yeah, go go check out a trailer or screenshots of that game. It, it looks interesting. I'll, I'll be interested to see how it does because it's another game like Sticks where it's 50 bucks, and I don't know if it's a $50 game. Uh, this is The Police. Oh yeah, I played the PC version of that. That game is actually pretty neat. Might want to give it a check out. Uh, and then Titanfall 2 Colony. I guess it's the first uh, downloadable content for that game. Mm. Uh, then 88 Heroes, uh, Deformers, which I think is the game from, um, the guys that did, uh, what was that game? Um, they used to be a big Sony port house for the Vita. <coughs> Ready at Dawn? Yes. That's their new hey. game, and it is a ball-based multiplayer cartoony game. So, so no relation to Transformers then? No, just Deformers. Okay. Uh, Dreamfall Chapters, which if oh, you yeah, played a Dreamfall game, that's out this week on console. Uh, Zero Escape, the Nonary Games. I highly recommend people look into this one. Uh, it's a visual novel, but it has a very heavy emphasis on puzzles. And if you enjoy puzzles, like logic puzzles especially, this has a lot of really good ones. And what they did with the first game, 999, uh, 9 Doors, 9... Hours nine people, I think that's what it's called. Uh, that they remastered the game from the ground up. All the CG and stuff like that has been kind of touched up. There's full voice acting for that game, which is huge because that was originally a Nintendo DS game uh, with no voice acting. So having voice acting for all the the major events and characters is is really important. And also, it has the the versus last reward kind of chapter based thing where you can go between different arcs of the storyline. Because that's a game that you want to play through multiple times to get to different endings. And in the, in the Nintendo DS version, you actually had to start the game over from the beginning. Yeah, you could skip text, but it was still very, very time-consuming to get the other endings. But in this one, you just skip to exactly what point you want to go to in the story and continue off from there and choose a different thing to go to a different section of the story. So it looks really promising. I'm picking it up myself. Uh, even though I'm not going to review it. I think, Drew, you're taking this one, right? I'm, I'm yeah, playing yeah. it. Right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I know Drew hasn't gotten the true ending for 999. He got one of the other endings. So I'm really excited to hear his thoughts about uh, the actual ending because that thing hits hard. Like, it's one of the most, it's one of the most creative, like, stories I've, I've seen in gaming. So highly recommend the Nonary Games. It also includes Versus Slash Reward, which is a direct sequel to 999. So give that a go. Uh, no Switch games this week. Shocker. Uh, 3DS is seeing Mario Sports Superstars. So there are still 3DS games coming out. Uh, best game name of the week. PC games. These are always fun. I don't... Um, Hollow Bunnies Paws Cafe. That's a good one. Oh yeah, Pause uh, Cafe. Uh, this one, this one kind of shocks me because if if you're like me, you remember the PS2, GameCube, Xbox days. You'll remember this game, but they're making a sequel to Tie the Tasmanian Tiger, which is crazy. Yeah, uh, but it's called Tie the Tasmanian Tiger Two: 
Bush Rescue. <laughs> wow. All right. Bush Rescue. <clears throat> uh, and there's a game coming out this week called In Your Face TD. I don't know what the TD stands for, but... Touchdown? Touchdown. In Your Face. But yeah, there's your there's your releases for the week. Again, 2017, there's too many fucking video games. <sighs> Alright, uh, let's jump over to the news. Uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater is getting a documentary that's being planned through Indiegogo. Uh, the, the, uh, the name of the documentary is probably, uh, you can tell whoever's making this documentary is a true fan. It's called Pretending I'm a Superman. <laughs> that is really good. Yeah, that's a that's a good song to uh, reference. Um, Sonic 2017 finally got a name and it got delayed. Um, it is now called Sonic Forces. Uh, Sega showed off some uh, video of the game this week. It looks all right. We'll see. So that's the one that's not Sonic Mania, right? Yeah. Well, no, this is Sonic Mania. Wait, it is Sonic Mania. Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry. Sonic Mania is delayed. Project Sonic is now called Sonic Forces. That's the new story. So, uh, Sonic Forces looks to be out the end of the year. Sonic Mania was delayed, I believe, into the summer. So, (laughs) this summer. Uh, If you're looking to pick up a Switch, GameStop is supposedly getting restocked uh, very soon. So, maybe check your local retailer. End of an era. The PlayStation 3 is ending production in Japan. Mm, Indeed, and it had a... That's one of the longest life cycles I've seen for a console in a long time, actually. Well, since PS2. Yeah, yeah. PS2 was an anomaly for sure, but PS3 yeah. was almost there. Almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else is going on? They announced a new collection this week that I know Drew and myself uh, got super excited for. It's called the uh, the Saturday morning or the afternoon collection. And what um, is that? This is the a, Disney Afternoon the collection. The Disney Afternoon Collection. So this is six games. Mm-hmm. Uh, includes DuckTales, DuckTales 2, Darkwing Duck, Chippendales Rescue Rangers, mm-hmm. Chippendales Rescue Rangers 2, and what's the last one? Um, Tailspin. Tailspin, that's right. So what, what platform were those games originally on? Those were all on the NES. Yep. NES. And yeah. this collection is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and PC. No Switch. All made uh, by Capcom. All made by Capcom. Are they uh, doing the whole like the the Ducktales remaster no, kind of deal? Where no, they, these are these just, just straight up games. These are straight up NES games. They oh. also include um, like boss rush modes and things like that. So they also have a rewind feature. Yep, which is awesome. I will play the shit out of this collection. Like yep, that is. <clears throat> I totally forgot there was a sequel to Ducktales. <laughs> oh yeah, there was Ducktales too. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that's. That's something I'm excited about. Uh, four games ratted Xbox one, Xbox backwards compatibility this week. The only reason it's worth mentioning is because one of them was Street Fighter 4. And it's worth mentioning because it was just Street Fighter 4. Mm. So if you own Ultra or Super, tough shit. That's a really dumb move. Yeah, I don't <laughs> understand. Because immediately when it happened, I was like, oh, sweet. So I went and grabbed my disc. And my mm-hmm. disc is for Super. Uh, right. And I have Ultra as DLC. And it was like, this disc is not playable here. I'm like, you son of a bitch. 
No one wants Let's to play wait. Vanilla Street Fighter 4, man. No, nobody does. Yeah, Although you can cool. hear Indestructible again. You can, if you actually own hey. Vanilla Street Fighter 4. I will not. I own Vanilla Street Fighter 4, but on PlayStation. Well, then it doesn't uh, do you any good. I, uh, I will not... I will not hear anyone criticize Indestructible. It's not a good song. While I'm on this podcast. It's not a good hey, song. you know what? Stop it. <laughs> it's a great song. It was a perfect pump-up song. <clears throat> Excellent true. song. No, no. Very true. The, a very good pump-up song is the intro <laughs> to Dragon's vanilla, Dogma. vanilla Dragon's Dogma, baby. Yeah. I know. I, I've never heard that song in its original context, but Drew... Linked it so many times that I know it like by heart now. It's it's, it's just like it's it's, it's perfect. It's like the best pun. Like it it overtook chicken steak. I mean it's it's the best. Yeah, no, Ryan, Ryan, stop it. Was better, but stop it. I think he's having a seizure. Gotta keep coming. Stop it, Ryan. Ain't nobody want to hear indestructible man. It's a great song. It's a bad song. It, it, it's no. catchy, but it's not a good song. I'm sorry. It's a great song. You're right. It's not a good song because it's a great song. No. <laughs> uh, Outlast 2 has been banned in Australia due to sexual violence. Sexual violence, really? Yep. Same reason Drew got banned in Australia. <laughs> this is true. Yeah. Uh, in the What's Not Coming to Switch news this week, uh, Conan Exiles and South Park The Fractured Butthole. Uh, South Park is is unfortunate. That would have been good on the Switch. Did anybody actually think Conan Exiles was coming to the Switch? Everybody thinks everything's coming to the Switch because it's new (laughs) and, you know. I mean, the game with the dong sliders. Well, it doesn't have dong sliders on console. Yeah, but it had dong sliders at one point. (laughs) You really think Nintendo's going to take a chance on that? Uh, You really think Nintendo's going to take a chance that there's not some way to unlock dong sliders? (laughs) Imagine True. if you could do it on the touch screen. <laughs> just slide it back and forth. Wee, wee, wee. So the Switch really justifies their existence with that one. Hell sure. yeah, yeah, dog. Uh, Dead Rising 4 is now finally out on Steam. So if you've been waiting to get it on a different downloadable service on your PC, you can do that now. Yeah, that game, that game kind of came and went without any fanfare. Well, it was a December release, and huh. people were pissed about it because it wasn't, you know, super hard. This is an alright game. Wasn't the best in the series by far, but it wasn't the worst. Uh, the first PlayStation Plus game for April has been revealed. It is Drawn to Death. So that game is finally coming out. What What is that game? It's a arena-based, third-person multiplayer shooter. With a really unique mm. art style, okay. it it looks fantastic, but I just I just don't have time to dedicate to another arena shooter. Dude, I, I haven't played Overwatch in three weeks. I don't think I have time to play any other multiplayer game right now. No, I'll be playing Overwatch this week though, because in news, I, Orisa launches this week. That transition, I like it. Oh, yes, Orisa sounds really exciting. I can't wait to get my hands on her. No, yeah, I'm interested. I, I will be very happy for the Bastion changes coming in and the Junkrat changes coming in because you, Bastion, you're a pain in my ass right now. Um, yeah. Uh, Drew, you saw that uh, was a GIF or video clip that I sent you about the Risa Reinhardt combo? Yeah. Oh, 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 we gotta do that, man. We need to do that in the game. Okay. Uh, what else is going on? Not much. We just gonna we just gonna walk right past the fact that he just called it a GIF. 
I just I, I always said it that way. Yeah, yeah I did. You know, eventually you guys will stop saying anything when I say Ryan. Kobo Ryan, too. you want you, you want to fight about it? You want to fight about it? Bro? I'm, I'm right here. <laughs> let's fight about it. All right, let's let's do. Let's just. You want to fight about it? Let's fight about it. You want to fight? So about you got it? a tank? Want to fight about it? <laughs> yeah, it rhymes. Big whoop. Want to fight about it? Fight about it. <laughs> Uh, I don't know if we talked about this last week, but PS4 games are coming to PlayStation now. Okay. So yeah. I'm sure both people with PlayStation now will be <laughs> extremely excited to hear that. What's What's it, funny about this is like the fanboy arguments immediately started about how you know Xbox doesn't have any exclusives because they're all on PC. <gasps> Guess what? Now all the PS4 games are on PC. Shit! No reason to buy a PS4. That'd be amazing if all of the PS4 games would be on PC, but that's not going to happen. No, They're going to be very selective with that shit. Yeah, it's still going to be a worthless service. Let's just let's just say it. Ah, if you only have a PC and you don't want to buy any other console, I think it might be worthwhile. I if don't they think... put in enough good games. I was going to say, if they, unless they put a bunch of exclusive PS4 games that are not on PC, yeah, then, yeah, yeah. then no, it's... It's, you put in games like Gravity Rush 2, you, you know, like Horizon, like Yakuza 0. That, they're, they're, not, like, yeah. they're not putting Horizon on that service. I'm just going to tell you that right now. It, they might. They're not. They might. They're not. They might. It's uh, a very popular game. Uh, speaking of uh, remakes from Capcom on current consoles, Resident Evil Revelations, which I like to call the whore of ports, is coming to Xbox One and PS4 this year. So um, that yeah. game's been ported a lot. Yeah, I I played the PC version. I played the 3DS version originally. I actually like that game. It's a good game outside of the final boss, which can suck an ass. I don't remember the final. The, boss. the final boss, you got to shoot him in the heart. Oh, oh yeah, you gotta like shoot him. Yeah, like, that like that. That thing that is it's it's frustrating because it's that game does not control well enough to do what that final boss wants you to do. <clears throat> it's a bad design. I did not like that. The rest of the game though, pretty good. Mm-hmm. That's it for news. Um, do have some emails. First one comes from Antonio and is entitled "A House Full of Leeches." Oh boy! Sup, hombres? I just turned thirty-one on the fifteenth and feel like crap due to the surgical procedure I had done on my eye. Uh, anyways, looking forward to the Chappelle Netflix special on Tuesday and Mass Effect. Tuesday's a good day, man. Oh, wait, wait. That's Tuesday? This yeah, week? well, it's back-to-back. There's two of them. Hell yeah! Watch it on Tuesday. I sent you guys that in the email the other day. Did you not? I, I don't I don't read the things that you send me, man. That's true. Unless, unless it's got, like, a code attached to it. then. I can oh, yeah. I, I, like, Tuesday night, I'm watching both of his specials back-to-back. Yes. So. Yes. Uh, in regards to video games, it really annoys me that I have to keep my PS3 because Sony won't let me play my games. I own digitally on the PS4. Uh, that doesn't involve paying for PS Now. I'm sure it's a conversation that's been had before, but whatever. Also, congrats, Drew. I'm sure everyone is looking forward to future Drew babies. Wait. <laughs> your last name is Leachman, right? Oh, yeah. Drew going to make those baby leeches. <laughs> it's Drew Leach-child. Okay. I mean, it is spelled differently. It sounds the same, though. Well, it's a leech. Drew, it does sound the same. John, I just got your Drew Leach-child joke. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> it's a, that was a little bit of a that was a little bit of a joke grenade. Oh man, that's funny. Yeah. So when are the babies coming? Oh. Huh. <laughs> you let oh, the no. motherfucker get married first? No, got married yet. <laughs> no, that's, that's not how this works. Siphoned, 
as soon as she siphoned all the life out of him, then she'll take his. <laughs> I, she'll I, take... I assume that this is a shotgun wedding, you know, it's, you know where where you are. So <laughs> there's, a, there's already at least like a triplet coming, right? Yeah, we're gonna play white wedding at the at the wedding. Nice. It's a nice day. So if once his wife just like him. once his wife sucks all the life out of him, then you have kids, and they suck what little bit of life you have left out of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> As they come out of your wife and step upon your dreams, I have I have made game. the joke many times that that children are just little energy siphons. Like literally, as soon as my son was born, I just slowly started losing any energy to do anything. Great, and, and he has. He has, you know, just infinite energy, and I think he siphons it out of both of us. Sounds about right. Yeah, that's what a kid is. It's a, it's a leech. So energy, va- energy vampire. <laughs> yeah, energy vampire. There you go. Uh, Mookie sends in an email. Says, "Good day, guys." Um, actually, the email's titled "Too Long Didn't Read the New Mass Effect: An Unknown Exciting Exploration Ahead." Mookie here for another long email. I hope everyone can bear with me on this. First of all. I just wanted to, to say to Jay something quick. Dude, don't be a party pooper on my last sex joke. Um, I can really feel that Ken got it right, but after your comment, it felt like you killed the mood, and in my Asian mind, I was like I wanted a slice of watermelon with a katana. What is what is this in reference to? What are, what are, yeah, what are we talking about here? Yeah, I'm thinking about something, something must have been last week, right? Because I don't remember. I don't remember it. I feel bad because I don't remember it. My brain's fried. It says, now down to business, I wanted to try to share my thoughts and probably leave something to listeners' mind about Mass Effect Andromeda and the company behind it. A few days ago, I had the opportunity to play the game early, and here's what happened. I got excited, and by the time I booted up the game, my excitement went up, especially with the great menu and captivating music at the back. It does have good music. I'll give it that. Uh, I checked out the multiplayer first, uh, and the rest of the menu within it, like option settings, character settings, and loadouts, all as well, until I started the game. I walked a few steps, then the game crashed. So I went back in, and this time I got blue screen crashes. So that led half of my weekend troubleshooting my rig from System Restore to reading up a couple different forums here and there, because it's one thing that some PC gamers do, is reading a lot of things in the internet to get things done. Uh, I finally had a few rounds on multiplayer. The first one was pretty okay. We finished the mission. So I thought of streaming my next round uh, in one of the Facebook pages I manage. It's that time when things went south so fast that I'm starting to see a lot of things in one mission. First, the match had to restart three to four times because me and my teammates were having network issues. By the time we started the game, I started to see animation glitches from NPCs. I mean, gameplay, combat, and movement were fun and fast, but just when we were about to finish the match, we have Wave 7, uh, the game crashed and caught live. Uh, The game has some technical and network issues. I get it, so I'm just going to... Uh, leave, wait out for the day one patch. And to be honest, I really don't like the practice because it pisses me off. We were from the generation where games were sold in cartridge and room for bugs are close to none. To this generation where it happens to almost all of the games out there. Uh, The character animations were janky and it's true the human models look like sex dolls or mannequins at best. So I came to realize that this isn't going to be the mass effect that I hoped for. Uh, But I will personally hold my opinion until I try them for many hours, or at least finish the game in which that's the ideal plan. The franchise like Mass Effect and Dragon Age are important games to be played in my lifetime, regardless if it's going to be good or bad. The company behind them, like Bioware or Bethesda, are also too important, because when you hear things like the title of the game or the dev, 
uh, company, you'll remind that it should be checked out. I can't find myself not buying them because it, that it's that important to me now. I think what's left for me uh, is to give the game a chance in the single-player campaign and how it will deliver, and if anything, give some impact of my experience. Some of my friends are now skeptical to the point that some refunded their purchase, and that's kind of alarming to me. But for now, I don't want to touch the game until they patch up things on release, and I hope that it won't disappoint further. Otherwise, I should have gone to torment Tides of Numenera or wait for South Park, the fractured butthole. Uh, so I wish that everyone who's going to play the game have fun, and regardless of what's going to happen soon, just respect each other's opinions, like what Ryan thinks about the new Zelda game, regardless uh, what most in the world about the game, and even the device itself. He says, so let's just be civil on this as much as possible, because in the end, we'll bang okay. Apparently that's a meme that he linked me to. Alright. I don't know what we'll bang okay is. I'm afraid to click on the link because I don't want it to have sound. Anyway. You're afraid to click the link because you don't want to get banged. That's that too. I'm uh, I'm better scarred. Dustin sends in an email. Dark Souls game is the name of the email. Oh, gosh. Uh, I thought of a fun little game this morning for you guys. Since the term it's the Dark Souls of blank games is a running joke in the show, let's figure out which game in the series it is. I'll list the random series of games, and the panel can vote on the Dark Souls of it. Here we go. Super Mario Brothers. Ah, oh, come on, that's got to be Super Mario Brothers 2, right? Uh, that is the uh, most difficult one of them all, yeah. Yeah, I'd say that's probably right. Unless you want to count the lost levels. Well, yeah. Mm, it's true. That's the that's straight Japanese version Dark Souls of Mario games. The numbered Final Fantasy games. Twelve? Don't care. Twelve? Twelve, really? I think twelve. Is that the yeah. hardest one? I, I don't know. I don't find any Final Fantasy that hard. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough one because there's a too many Final Fantasy games, and B none of them are particularly difficult. What's the long? Oh. oh. I got it. Final Fantasy Tactics. Boom. No, it's like he said yeah. specifically numbered Final Fantasy. Ah. <clears throat> so it's got to be 1 through 15. How about 11? That's that's MMO, but... I'll, I'll go with 15. 15 has some, like, soulsy things to it's do. All, it also had obscure references to things that it didn't tell you. Yeah, that's true. like the yeah. story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See what you did there. Yeah. Uh, okay, 15. Mega Man. Two. Really? I I want to go with with four. Four was super hard. It's true, I guess. I was just I was thinking. Yeah, it's true, I guess. I think I think four. I don't even remember four. Four four was four was hard, and not only that, it wasn't memorable. So like two strikes. Well, I think that was my thing. Is I, I I thought we were I thought I thought for something to be the. I guess that's not necessarily true. Which I was one thinking was the it one... had to also be good. Oh, no, no, no. Which one was the one that was first released on PS3 and Xbox 360? Is that Mega Man, Mega Man 8 9. or 9? 9. 9? 9 was overly <laughs> difficult. They tried to make it, like, too difficult. Yeah, it was pretty was hard. Good, though. It was, yeah, it was, it was good, it was but it was, it was super hard. Yeah. Yeah, I think the problem with 9 was they... Um, I think they went into it thinking, oh, we have to make 
we're going to make a new Mega Man game, and it has to be hard because Mega Man was hard. And so they made it extra hard without realizing that it was going to be hard anyway because nobody's yeah. used to playing those games anymore. Um, the Mega Man games were always hard, but they're even harder going back to them now because we just don't play games like that anymore. I yeah. still I still have one baked into my muscle memory. So Mega I, Man 1? Yeah, I can still get through that one without much of an issue. I, I love the X games. I think Mega Man X is still my favorite Mega Man game of all time. I'm still a Mega Man 2. That's the best one. Uh, it is a classic, no doubt. Dark Souls. <laughs> Demon Souls. Yeah, I, I'd say mm-hmm. Demon Souls. That yeah. is the Dark Souls of Dark Souls games. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I can agree with that. If you want to go even harder, go to fucking like, you know, the Kingsfield series. Yeah, yeah but that's true. I don't Made think those are... I don't think those are Souls games. Those games are hard just because they control like shit. Yeah, they control like shit. Uh, Final one, Resident Evil. I would go 100% Code Veronica on this one. It's just... I hear people say Code Veronica was hard, but... uh, Jay, you're not allowed to think any game is hard because nothing is hard to you. My thing is, with Code Veronica, they were still teetering on the old school ones, but they still gave you a lot of weaponry and shit that you'd see in 4 and 5 and 6. But it was still hard. <sighs> I remember the, the end of that game where you had to do like the sniper stuff while protecting that other guy. Oh. I, I think the original Resident Evil game would take the cake for me. The Well, not the, the Resident Evil remake, because when we went into the game for the first time not knowing things about like the Crimson Head, and how limited your ammunition is for the remake. I think I, I give it to the remake. That game was that game was pretty tough. Yeah, remake fucked with your head because yeah, they really knew did. everybody played the first one and they're like, oh, we just added some whole new areas of this fucking mansion you've never seen before. Like, that that first time when you encounter the the fucking crimson head, like, oh my god, like, what's happening? Yeah, Why are you still alive? Yeah. yeah. Oh. All right. Well, he listed his choices if he had picked. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mario, he picked Lost Levels, so there oh, you go. Okay. Yep. Uh, Final Fantasy, he picked eleven. So okay. Mega Man was three. Mega Man three. Mm. Uh, Dark Souls was Demon Souls. That one's pretty universal, <laughs> right? <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Uh, and then Resident Evil, he picked Nemesis. Three? No, three was easy, dude. Like compared to one and two, or even Code Veronica, I think Nemesis was easy. I mean, you started out with a machine gun. Not only that, you had like dodge. You, that was the first Resident Evil game to also have that 180 turn as well. So your movement was really quick. You had dodge maneuvers. You can make your own ammo. I had so many shotgun shells at the end of Resident Evil 3. It wasn't even funny. So I disagree with that one, but okay. All right. So now we're going to head over to the Twitter. Tweet, 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 tweet. Uh, Mookie says, I have decided. Uh, I bought a 360 degree camera over the Switch and it's amazing. Beach honeymoon with the Pina Colada. Here I come. Sweet. Uh, he says, also, also says, thought I'd share this to the crew, especially if you guys love both metal and game OSTs. And then he sent a link to Bandcamp, which I will I'll have to check out later. Uh, and then he sends a picture of his camera. He says, this little buddy of mine is getting quite of an attraction back here, like a cute action figure. So... He's got 360. I saw he posted a video on Facebook of his 360 degree camera. Technology's weird nowadays. 
It is. I don't. I actually don't know how the 360 camera works. Does it just have like lenses, like in multiple locations? I think it's so. Like, like it, it, it films three lenses. Yeah, it films everything at all times or whatever, so you can pan. Like, have you ever seen those things on Facebook where like you can pan them around and up and down and stuff? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, that's what they do. YouTube videos has some of those 360 things too, like especially VR things. They're oh, also yeah. filmed with 3D. That's mm. <laughs> fucking. So weird. Uh, Adam says, "DW John, I understand your toilet engaged joke. DW one person laughed. Hashtag better than Zelda." <laughs> I'm sorry. Can somebody explain everything that just happened to me? The last week I did the joke about engaged, like a toilet, and you said you didn't make sense because you called you occupied as opposed to. Oh, okay, but I mean, okay. I guess that's I guess that's the explanation. <laughs> it's a it's a it's a British thing. Let's just move on. Okay. He also <clears throat> says, "Please make a new segment of Ken's old reviews." <laughs> that actually might not be bad. No, it would be bad <laughs> for you. Good for everyone else. Oh no, my shit's out there on the internet. I don't have to hide it. Uh, Matt says, speaking of near and what it means to be alive, have any of you watched Westworld, amazing actor story, writing, and music? Amazing yep. show. And it's awesome. No, yep. yeah. I don't have Phenomenal. HBO because I don't, I don't want to pay for that channel. Um, HBO Go is, is a thing. If you know anyone else with HBO, you can I, get I, like, a I login. Do, I do have a login for HBO Go. I just haven't watched it. Uh, I think you might like it, Ken. It's got some really interesting aspects. The production values is off the fucking, off the wall. It's this is uncontrollable. I'm sure, actors... it's, I'm sure it's great. It's it's an HBO mm-hmm. original, so I'm sure it's good. Give it a shot. Give it a shot. Uh, Mookie says, "So anybody want to give this game a go? Hope it's not as bad as Bloody Boobs." Uh, for reference, this game is called Badass. It's on Steam. Description, save the world and find the girl of your dreams in this fantastic JRPG reminiscent of Dragon Quest and worth eight hours of playtime. <laughs> well, one of your selling points is worth eight hours of playtime. Worth not it. Selling it. Yeah. <laughs> would it, would it, is it, though? Is I'm it? looking at the screenshots, um, and it is definitely a Dragon Quest top-down pixelated game. It's like, oh, we made this an RPG maker in ten minutes. There's a naked woman. There's an almost naked woman in one of the screenshots, and her dialogue says, "I am 23, and yes, you control me and can have me do anything you want." Oh. <laughs> <laughs> hold on, hold on. There's a, there's an about this game, and it's pretty good. In your little town, people think you are a complete loser, but when you go outside, nobody has heard of you. And when you luck up and get to purchase a sexy slave for a few dozen bucks, all of your savings, you know there's an opportunity for things to turn around. You've been a loser all your life. Is the habit too ingrained in you, or do you have what it takes to become a badass? So the moral of the story is go out there and buy a sex slave. Yeah. Change your life. Obviously. All right. All right. Uh, Sean says, getting a big bad No Man's Sky feeling from the exploring the worlds of Mass Effect Andromeda, even though I know Mass Effect did it first. Thoughts? Uh, is know. it procedurally generated? No. I, then, okay. 
No, I would think, and I, granted, most people haven't played it, but I, I'd say that probably Planet Exploration and Elite is on a much bigger scale, more like Mass Effect is probably more like Elite than No Man's Sky. Yeah, I haven't played No Man's Sky. Like the, the Planet Exploration is not that interesting. Uh, in Mass Effect, it feels like that there's there's a lot going on there. So. Uh, he also says, also all these people bitching about Mass Effect and Andromeda animations are the same people that will give Bethesda a pass with their issues. Yeah, well. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mookie says, anyone down with this game? Because I may not like the Souls games, but this looks good enough for me. And he's referring to The Surge, which did get a release date this week. It's out in May. It's the same people who made Lords of the Fallen. Lords of the Fallen. I I saw some gameplay footage of that. I'm kind of torn on it, actually. It seems very generic, but has some good ideas. Kind of like Lords of the Fallen. Actually, that's exactly the way I would describe Lords of the Fallen. At least so it's generic a with good ideas. At least it's a different take, like on the yeah yeah mm-hmm. you know because it's sci-fi and all that stuff. So yeah, that is true. I mean, those guys. Lords of the Fallen's combat engine was fine, so. I'm sure this game will be fine. Uh, Chandler says, when uh, when you are almost done with The Witcher 3 and you lose your save file, some things in life you can't recover from. I, I yeah, recover from... Was it 60... No, I had a... This is I think I told this story before, but I had one of those off-brand PS1 memory cards that had a lot more capacity than the regular ones. And I was like, ah, oh, this... It has triple the capacity for half the price. How can I go wrong? So I put all my JRPG saves in there. So I was playing like Xenogears and some other stuff. I lost my 60-hour save of Xenogears right before the final boss. I had to play that game from the beginning again. That was a bad time. Losing save data is not good for anybody. It's the worst. It, it is. is the worst. I have a really nice story about that. All right, let's go. So... I was playing back before Phoenix Down ever existed. We had the Zombie Frog Game Club, me and Matt did, along with a few other people like Michael Futter, no Ooh. less. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and we were playing through Persona 3. Uh-oh. And if you know anything about Persona 3, when you're going through the dungeon, you basically just climb this endless tower. And at certain points, you can basically find a teleporter that takes you back to the entrance but it allows you to teleport back to where you last left off and they're usually once every five six floors somewhere around in there and once you get later on in that game a floor will take you an hour to do well i was sitting there playing it is up when i was living with my old roommates and uh i had been playing for probably about three maybe four hours and I was getting really close to the next floor where I knew a teleporter was going to be. And all of a sudden, the power went out. <laughs> and I heard my roommate from in the kitchen say, what the fuck? And I was like, oh, God. And so I went and I, I saw that Alan had walked down the hallway to where we keep you know, the circuit breaker. And he was flipping switches. And I said, Alan, what did you do? He said, I don't know what you're talking about. What are you talking about? I was like, you fucking did something and made me lose five fucking hours of Persona 3. He's like, I, he said, I don't know. I plugged up too many things in the kitchen. 
So every I time my... I come up in the kitchen, <laughs> yep. you in the kitchen. <laughs> so I then turned on my PlayStation 2, loaded it up, and that safe <clears throat> was gone. <laughs> so what you do? Yeah. He well, doesn't he doesn't have a roommate anymore, if I told you anything. Uh, well, Al, Alan is still alive. <laughs> so you say. But yeah, but he he most certainly did hear what I had to say after that. <laughs> my uh my friend saved over my Final Fantasy 10 save that had like 60 70 hours on it with most of the ultimate. I was finishing up the end game and I let him play cuz he didn't have his own copy. And um the moment that he did, we like looked at each other for half a second, and he ran, <laughs> and I chased him, <laughs> and I threw I threw something. The nearest thing that I could grab was like this ball thing made up of glass, and I hit him right in the back with it as he was running away. Ouch. And then, uh, yeah, is y'all are some violent, man. Y'all some violent motherfuckers. I was gonna say that. Hey, man, I spent seventy hours on that save. He saved over it right in front of me. Not cool. Need to pay. Need to pay. Uh, anyway, it's nice to see uh, Wombat PS4 sharing on Twitter right now. What's up? Yeah, I had to, <laughs> I had to share the Thundermall kill. Uh, nice. Hey, DJ Mitsuhara says Zelda's looking Thunder pretty call. sweet. Looking pretty sweet? It, he's he's winking at him. He said Zelda looks sweet on oh, Wii. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Shogun says, like a dummy, I pre-ordered, bought Mass Effect on Xbox digitally. It's fun, but Jesus, it looks terrible. I should have got it on PC. I, Does it? That what is platform the, are you playing it on? Xbox. Well, that is, is the it? definition of hyperbole to me, because that okay. game does not look terrible. I'm sure the PS or the PC version is a much higher, you know, frame rate and resolution. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't. Terrible is Superman 64. Okay, Mass Effect doesn't look terrible, and and truthfully, if if you have a gaming PC and you're going for frame rate and resolution, and you buy it on a different platform, that's on you, brother. That is that is true. <laughs> you knew like that you... the PC version would be the place to go <laughs> for that. There, there's never been a comparison video that says, actually, for the first time in history, the Xbox One version looks better than the PC version. That's never happened. No, and it and never, never, it never, never will happen. Even after Scorpio, it won't happen. Right. Just yeah. saying, consoles are not. That's not why we play consoles. Just saying. Uh, King XAD says, I'm seven hours in the Mass Effect Andromeda Origin trial and loving every bit of it. By the way, I got to see more than one planet so far, Ken, without rushing. I thought the demo cut off one planet. Is it an hour thing, or do you... It's ten hours, it... but I thought John said it cuts off when you do the... Can you still go to other planets? You can not not do missions. They're planets that like have like resources and stuff, but as far as I'm aware, you can't do any other missions other than on EOS. Huh. Hmm. I don't, I don't know. I didn't play the trial. Like They sent us review code before the trial went live, which was a first, so I was kind of shocked. Uh, Dustin says, I tried 1-2 Switch at a friend's house, and that HD rumble is pretty cool tech. The ball game really feels like marbles in your hands. I would still like to try that out, but I really wish they'd, like, put a demo of HD rumble on the eShop. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked they haven't sent you a review code of 1-2 Switch yet. That's, like, ages ago. Yeah, that's not happening at this point. 
uh, which is which is fine. I don't really want to review it, truthfully. <laughs> okay. But I mean, I would like to try the the HD Rumble, but I'm not spending fifty bucks on on one two switch. I'm just I'm not doing it. Mm. Uh, he follows up by saying, "Still should have been a pack in game." Uh, I think everyone basically agrees with that point. Yeah, for sure. He says, I actually don't mind the motion controls in Zelda. You use analog to get in vicinity and pinpoint your aim with a quick motion. Uh, he also says, and I don't know, Jay. Yeah, the ice freeze is free, but the arrows are so much easier and faster. Ken is right. Ha ha. <laughs> How is it faster or easier? Well, easier, yes. Faster, no, because the, the freeze is instantaneous. There's no travel time. You, you literally point at the thing, you press the button, it happens instantaneously. So it's not faster. But it probably is easier. Yeah. Oh, it's easier. I brought plenty of arrows. Like I'm, I'm not having arrow issues anymore. I've got plenty. Oh, uh, dude, I, I was broke at the early points of the game because I, I tried to buy the armor, armor pieces, and I didn't know that arrows would be so expensive. So buy yeah, I was, all, I was always buy your arrows from a creepy looking dude at the stables. Yeah. Yeah, he's he always sells arrows cheaper than everybody mm-hmm. else. So. Uh, Shogun also says, I will pray for you, bro. Uh, that's like a bad breakup or getting punched in the dick. In fact, that's worse than all that. What is this response to? Probably oh, the corrupted Witcher, save. Yeah, Witcher 3. Yeah. Uh, where did, I just lost where I was because I had to lost click to thread. see. Uh, here we go. Uh, he re- and then Chandler replies, thank you. I think that would have, I would have rather gotten the punch. Time to bang a witch again. <laughs> Um, wow, they're they're having a conversation, so I'm trying to skip over their conversation. Uh, Shogun says Mass Effect was my favorite series last generation. I just had great expectations, like Pip, and it's a downgrade in the mocap area. I'm curious. I when I think about Mass Effect, right? I think about how amazing Mass Effect Two looked when I played it. So I'm actually interested to kind of go back to Mass Effect 2 on PC and see how that looks now. See if it holds up. Maybe I'll do that. He says, still going to play it. Just a bit butthurt about it not looking as good as I wanted. And hush, Jay, I know graphics don't matter. No, graphics matter. I don't think I've ever said graphics don't matter. Graphics aren't the only thing that matters, is what I would say. He's a a PC master race. You know he likes graphics. Things that are pretty are nice. What can I say? Uh, King XAD says, I also want to congratulate Drew on his incarcerate, I mean, engagement, and wish him the best. (laughs) Nice. Uh, He says, he also says, I want some faces. You guys are like the best faceless friends I've ever had. Please post up some date pictures. Not you, Drew. Why not me? That's mean. Probably because he's already seen your recent picture. We have... If you go Probably. to the if you go to our site, every review has our face on it. Yep. True. We, we should do. probably do another video podcast. Just no, we probably shouldn't. Why? No. <laughs> I thought I it was fun. I don't even I have a, fun. I don't even have a camera anymore. Oh come on! I, I still I have really, my Xbox I really Live don't. Vision cam. I I do not have one like at all. Um, truthfully, I don't. Mm-hmm. So. Good luck getting Jay to do it. <laughs> I don't even think that's I don't even think that's his real picture on the website. 
Really? You think I just submitted some random picture <laughs> he just that Googled. I typed in on Google, said random Asian Random Asian guy. <laughs> don't, don't Google that and look at the top 10 things that pop up. I'm just saying, don't, <laughs> don't, don't quote me on that, but that's not something I wouldn't do. You think, you think to hide don't it, you would have at least it. went to page two. I mean, don't yeah. even worry about it. <laughs> I, I was just amazed that I actually got uh, somewhat of a clue as to where he lives based on the fact that he said he was buried under snow last week. In- indeed. I, well, see, I have his address because I have to ship his yeah, games. Uh, <laughs> well, that that he knows of. Yeah, yeah. I got I to gotta get the Google the Google map out, Google satellite. You got our address. See, I can find where he lives. Did, did my Christmas car go to like a random warehouse <laughs> in New Jersey? <laughs> What what Christmas card are you talking about, Drew? I don't 612 know Wharf Avenue. I know where that is. <laughs> 612 Wharf Avenue, right next to Gentleman's Club. <laughs> it's like Mulholland Drive or something. I don't know. This Addresses uh, are complicated. There they are. Addresses are complicated. Numbers and words and streets. Uh, how, many, how many Lincoln Street are there in the United States? Think about that, you know. Martin Luther King Drive. Yeah, that's, there's a lot of those. Every city's got one of those. We have a Jimmy Carter Boulevard here. Of course you do. You live in the South. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you don't have General Lee Boulevard. I mean, just Jesus insane. Christ. Uh, just some good old boys. <laughs> <laughs> you can you get to be Enos, okay? You get to be Enos. Enos. Uh, Dustin says just received Danganronpa reloaded. Uh, Jay and Drew, this better be good. Um, plus, I see they released a free VR game based on it. Sweet. So there you go. Uh, Mookie says, "I think Arnold should sew video, sew video game voice acting. It would be, it would sell regardless." Like Arnold Schwarzenegger? It's got to be Arnold. I mean, who, what other Arnold do you care? What about? other Arnold do you know? Yeah. Like Arnold from the the the, uh, the children's TV show hey, on PBS? Hey, hey, hey Arnold. Arnold! Aren't they making a new TV show based on like Hey Arnold now? Yeah. Man, probably. Yeah. They reboot everything. I mean, you saw they're rebooting The Matrix, right? Oh, God. <laughs> Why? I don't know. So the, the second and third game. movies don't suck? No, they'll still suck. Yeah, it's it doesn't have Keanu, it doesn't have Lawrence Fishburne, it doesn't have the Wachowski brothers. Let's reboot The Matrix. That sounds like a good idea. Uh, I think Arnold yep. Schwarzenegger should voice Link. The random drugs. I am going to the Gerudo Desert. The first fully voiced Legend of Zelda game, voice acted, Link by Arnold Schwarzenegger. Just destroy fanboys' minds who have built up in their head what Link sounds like over 30 years. Yeah. I mean, That's just, even better than the uh, Pikachu voice by Danny DeVito. It's just, I mean, yeah. come on. Like, like, hey, horse, get over here. Like the, Going like, to ride. Like Jay said, like all the grunts, like when you get hit by an Octron, he says, oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's... I wish there was a PC version of Breath of the Wild so we can mod that stuff in. It'd be oh so easy. Oh, my God. God, could you imagine the mod scene for Breath of the Wild? Give me that hang glider. Calamity <laughs> Ganon is actually Macho Man Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm hanging out at the Hyrule Castle. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. God damn it. Arnold Schwarzenegger's Link is the best thing that's ever happened. Somebody needs to make that happen. 
Uh. <laughs> Macho Man is Link. When he gets hit, oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh. Whenever he eats, <laughs> like, was it snap into a slim jim? Snap into a slim jim, Eat it up, oh yeah. Oh, mm. Put it on the fire. <laughs> Macho Madness, sky's the limit. Gannon, you're not going to know what hit you, brother, when I come off the top rope with the elbow. <laughs> it's the cream of the crop. Uh, and then when he, when he becomes Calamity Gannon, he, be, he becomes Macho King, Randy Savage. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, Matt says, I love you, Jay, but I had no problem breaking the ice blocks in Zelda with the ice power, and I did it while taking a shit. <laughs> Did not need to hear that. First of all, too much information. But Secondly, unless you have two thumbs in your right hand, you did the same kind of bullshit that I had to do, which is not great. You don't know if he has two thumbs on his right hand. You don't. You don't know. You know him. You know. Used his penis. <laughs> True. Did you did you have to go there, man? Come on. Well, he's he's getting married. He's about to not use his. Oh, uh, that's true. I mean, that's true. <laughs> Blow, blow there, kid. I'm married. I'm allowed to. Anyway, that is it for the tweets. If you want to tweet us, it's at N4G Podcast. If you want to shoot us an email, it's podcasts at ztgd.com. We'll read those, too. Dot com. Dot com. I swear, every time I, I hear that. What is that? What was what, that from? Yahoo. Yahoo.com. Yeah, didn't they get bought? They did. Um, damn, who did buy them? I can't remember who bought them, but I, I just wonder uh, if they were going to... Wasn't... Ch- was, uh, Alibaba? Did they buy them? It's possible. I don't remember. Change, I know what you're talking about. They're going to change the name from Yahoo.com to something else? Probably not. Nah, it's, it's, it's a staple. Like, you, when, you know, when we were around, when the internet first started becoming, like, so big and commercial, like, that was the site you go to, right? Yeah, and AOL. Before the Google, Google changed everything. If you want to follow us individually on Twitter, Jay is at Bottleside Jay, Drew at DML Fury, John at John W UK, and Ryan at R Wombold. He's tweeting pictures of Zelda on the PS4. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you can follow me in the site at ZTGD. That is it. That's everything. Mass Effect's out this week. If you if you got time between the fifty other open world games you're playing right now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna make time. I'm sure you are. It's a good yeah, game. Man. But uh play, that's... play the no Nori Games collections instead, that's where the hotness is. Uh no. Yeah. Screw Mass Effect. Screw that. Screw that shit. So are you gonna make a prediction that the Nonary games are gonna outsell Mass Effect? Cause clearly sales is indicative of quality. Of course that's it is. right. Mm-hmm. Sales yeah, is that's, indicative that's, of quality. That's, for For Honor is is the best game of twenty seventeen so far, you guys. <laughs> I mean how can you even argue, how can you argue that? You can't see. You no, cannot. no, I can't, man. It's uh, the logic is too solid. No, yeah, without any holes. Yeah, uh, but that's it. Unless anybody has anything else. Nope. 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 Fuck it. Welcome. 